I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Fischel. Um, joined by New Sean. Please know when the hittable hit. Okay, that's is that a shot at West? Uh, I, I, I think West is going to be on Brunson. I'm just that that is what that's one of the things West is famous for is, it is, is. the Brunson memes. If Brunson loses, there's definitely going to be one of those. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Brunson's uh, it's not a hot streak. You know? Yeah, that's what I it's, said. If it's, he loses. Yeah. He's on a hot streak, but it's always in the back pocket of <laughs> pulling a Brunson and How sweet a is this mug meme. though? That's uh that's a that's a big old mug. I put in a truly mango and a truly passion fruit together, so it's like all tropical. Man. Are are those uh three fifty five cans or four seventy three? Or you guys do shit in ounces. What the fuck weird. are you talking about? Yeah. What is that, the milliliter? Is that like, is that like 16 ounces? What's 16 ounces? What are you talking about, centimeters? No, milliliters. <laughs> Kidding. Damn it. Yeah, um, 16 ounces is 473, Brad. This is 12 ounces? Yeah, which okay. is 355. 12 ounces. So it's like so a, a, a little four. can of You beer. got a 2-4 right there. Yeah, when you buy stuff in the stores, a lot of times like Trulies or regular beer stuff, it's usually twelve ounces. But you go to bar, you usually get pints. What are you talking about? You need to come to Canada and buy stuff in our stores. I know it looks small in my hand because I've got these giant hands, but uh, man mm. hands. <laughs> it's actually, it's a very seventy-two ounce beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did Luca just join the podcast for a second? Yep. Oh God. You know, he's Just getting ready. He's getting, he's still getting ready. He's about to do it. The picture coming, the picture coming. Oh man. It's been quite the ride. You know, the anticipation, I can barely sleep at night. So much foreplay. We're going to have to get him a tape study. We're going to have to get him no on bet. the podcast to talk about tape study and, and how you do effective <laughs> tape study. Well, obviously, cause we don't know how to, so we need to learn lessons from the goat. Right. He did. Right. He, he went on the podcast a few times, didn't he? Oh yeah. Way he just when? did, uh, the trivia when you guys did like off weeks when mm-hmm. you did like trivia or whatever. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, you know? it was fun. Plus, all right, Brad, how you, are you doing? You had the basement episode too. I'm, I mean, Luca wasn't there, but his basement. No, was. he was there, but he just wasn't on the podcast. Mm. That was that was a good. Was, was that Andrew or Sean? That that was Andrew. Andrew, yeah, that was uh, that was great. We got a couple people. Josh Gentry, hey man, how's it going? Vegas. Two months. That'll be fun. Uh, yep. I'm I'm good. Yeah, I, not really much to add. Uh, well, actually, I'm uh, getting a temporary foster dog for uh, mm. a week tomorrow. Mm. And then we'll just, probably just get like an actual. Part or what? Yeah, and then we'll get an actual foster dog after that, probably. Look at oh, you, tester. Yeah, look at you. So we got LR saying hi. Big Trump hands. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, our friend uh, Eric Bronser looking for the Saeed bets. Oh, Saeed. Always looking for bets the, on the Saeed, Saeed bets. We're bringing Aaron's up all the old some people. darts. We got Baby Dick Carey. 
Um, Andrew, a lot of, a lot of stuff there. The site, bets on the Saeed. Yeah. <laughs> Foster dog. There you go. Um, we did have a card last week. Um, I was telling the guys, um, I, I don't like when the cards, like a free card, like pay-per-view, it's like, I'm really excited. You're into it. You're paying for it. Well, some people are paying for it. The big cards. It's okay if I can stay up late. When you got a card that's in, what time did that card end? Like after 1 a.m. on the East? Like for a free shitty card? I was asleep by the time it ended, so. Yeah, I had I had, a, I had an early tea time um, on Sunday, so I did not see the last two fights. Uh, I woke up to a losing bet and then uh, headed off <laughs> headed off to the golf course. But um, overall, I had, a, I had a pretty good night. I thought the card was okay. Um, there was some interesting moments, I guess. <laughs> Definitely some surprises in there, but we can uh, kick right off in the catchweight division. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking losers. Uh, Mono Martinez defeated Guido Canetti. Split decision. The fight happened. You had nothing to add there. It happened. Yeah. Happened? We said that he shouldn't be like a minus 300 favorite against anybody, and turns out he probably shouldn't. But got he away won, with it. Yep. Got away with it. He won. Um, and then we had my boy. I tried to beg you guys. To bet this fight, I begged you guys in the podcast last week. Played out you exactly, thought this was definitely the way it was going to go. It played out exactly how I thought it would. <laughs> um, well, I mean, stupidity obviously yeah. plays a part in the fight I game. Um, Pat Sabatini, my man, defeating Jabal Embers by uh, heel hook. So many things to say about Embers' performance here. Uh, one, why why are you on the ground? That's your you know what what are you doing there? Why why are you there? And then when the shit was getting all scrambled, he's like, this seems to be the time to go for the toehold. Absolutely. Because <laughs> when you're I've... facing a guy who's like 30 times better than your jiu-jitsu, it's best to get in the leg lock war. And Sabatini did it. And, you know, and obviously not the best performance, but I think this guy is going to win a lot of fights. Uh, I, I do. I think he's going to improve a little bit. And he's got good jiu-jitsu and he's got the wrestling. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'll cash it as an underdog, though. I was happy about it. When was the last time a toehold actually worked in the UFC? Like, on the last one that I think of is Frank Mir and Tank Abbott. Oh God, that's, that that's might how be long going it's been. way back. That could be the last one. That might be the only one because it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. It just. You know how big of a pussy you have to be to tap out to that. Yeah, like it's kind of like when you Achilles lock. It's like kind of like losing lock, the, yeah. like a bulldog choke. It's like this is too much. <laughs> Like, like if you, it, it, there's there's certain amount of submissions, it's just like you just gave up. You just you don't you don't want to deal with this anymore. And that's definitely one of them. But Sabatini moves on. Um, there was a women's flyweight fight. It happened. Uh, JJ Aldridge. What's in the city? Yeah, it's shocking. Got a little sketchy, but you always can count on the flyweight ladies to bring it. So uh, they brought it home to decision, and that yep. was good. Um. Next one, uh, light heavyweight division, Dustin Jacoby defeated Darren Seward by knockout. We were kind of right. I mean, we were a little bit right. Yeah. For how long? Darren, for how long? Darren Stewart wrestled <laughs> the shit out of him. He did. He did. He wrestled the shit out of him. So I'm going to count that as a win. Yep. I think that's I think that's fair. It's a win. Um, I mean, good on Jacoby, though. At least he's actually yeah. learned how to stand back up and yeah. 
you know, not just get laid on or submitted immediately. So, yep. He still has no, no wrestling game per se, but at least he can get up and he is good in the feet. I mean, when that guy's in space with people, he's going to, he's going to win a lot of fights. Yep. Coming into his prime at 33 years old. And then easily the coolest fight of the night, uh, for many reasons, uh, middleweight division, Wellington Terman defeated Sam Alvey by split decision. I think so many favorite farts, uh, farts, parts to this fight. Um, but my favorite part was when Sam Alvey lost all three rounds pretty clearly. And then after the decision read, started screaming, the judges are bullshit. Fuck this shit. This is blah, 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 and all this stuff. And if I he won. And add, Lance. It was yeah. hard to him for him to figure out. He thought that he could lose all three rounds yet still and win. win. <laughs> and he's screaming and yelling, look like an idiot. He hasn't, won a, he hasn't won a fight in seven fights in a row now. He hasn't got a win. Press conference, Dana White. We got to think about Kevin Lee's future. We don't know if there's a place for him here. Also, Dana White. We like guys like Sam Alvey. They bring it. <laughs> oh, he, they sure do. I mean, they sure do. What do you? Sam Alvey has not won a fight in seven straight. Kevin Lee lost two fights, and Dana White wants him gone. Alvey, we're we're here for more, and it's because like Alvey doesn't get paid shit probably. He's like a basically a UFC PR person, so he stays. And Terman's also dog shit. Like he is so bad. He's so bad. With some fighters, you swear they have some dirt on Dana or something because there's some ladies out there. There's a couple dudes out there that should not be on the roster, and people are getting cut before them. And you're just like, I know you don't make much, but there's you. There's yeah. still cheaper replacements. There's always cheaper replacements. Yep. That yep. was the... Somebody just mentioned it in the chat, but, like, they actually took points for eye pokes. Yeah. It's crazy. People people were complaining about it, too. I thought people complaining that there shouldn't have been two points and the one wasn't that bad. I'm like, yeah, he made it got him. Like, the one time maybe it wasn't, like, the worst eye poke and whatever, but he got him several times. And Before that. And he too. was literally just, like, feeling out the fight like this the whole yeah. time. It's like, there has to, I, I love that. Like it, it was, I think it was Tanyoni. who's not the greatest yeah. referee by any means, but like, to me, it's like, I don't care if there's a bad staff facade, but just much like, whatever. I'm not friends or family with these, these people. If they kick an extra shot, I'm not going to lose any sleep. I will lose sleep. If a guy is literally holding onto the cage with both arms, trying to cheat, like take points, like, Wellington German, if he even has coaches and they're going to talk to him, should be like, hey, we need to spend the entire next month teaching you how to not poke people in the eyes because you're not going to put your hands shut. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know. I'd rather a ref that has some iffy stoppages, but at least enforces the rules. People are going to make mistakes and it's easy to give refs shit. And like what everyone says, judge, it's hard to judge. You got to give them a break. You know how hard it is. I don't buy that for a second. You have eyeballs, you watch it. It's not fucking hard to judge. There's not stress in that situation. For early and late stoppages, I do have more sympathy for the referees who have issues or make mistakes. Now, it can be worse for your health when they make a mistake versus judges, but that's split second. Like, and you're right there, you're over it, like, in your, your heart, your adrenaline's pumping. I can see where mistakes can be made. With judges, I can't see it, but at least with penalties, if I'm a referee, you can at least enforce penalties without having this like split second decision. If this guy has ate too many punches or 
things like that. It's easy to enforce the rules. It's not as easy to make sure you're stopping a fight at the correct time because it is dicey. He took another point for uh, eye pokes on contenders last night too. Yeah, it was deserved. He is putting an end. Him himself, he's the only one that's trying to end that's eye pokes. That's how you're going to stop it. I know, but too, we need some more buy-in from some, from some other refs. Now, to me, though, I will say, like, eye pokes are accidental for the most. 99% of the time, let's say. Eye pokes are accidental. I'll say dick kicks 95% of the time. They're accidental. Cage grabs 0% of the time are accidental. So why do we see points taken for cage grabs or for dick kicks and eye pokes all the time, but we almost never see points from cage grabs? That's the weird part because that is purposely cheating. If you look at any other sport, if you purposely cheat, if you're holding a guy, if you're a lineman in football, if you're tackling a receiver making a catch, if a guy is going up for a layup and you shoot a double leg on them, you you are purposely trying to cheat and you will be punished for it. In MMA, they warn you seven times. Like imagine in football, like receiver goes back, cornerback tackles, and ref goes, don't let that happen again. Next play, another bomb, same thing. This is a stern warning if you cheat on purpose what happens again one more time like could you imagine if any sport had that kind of rule set where a person is purposely cheating with no penalty it's an advantage to cheat and that's the part they got to fix to me yeah i i uh, would say i would go ahead brad i was just gonna say that i i like how the guy on commentary um who are usually terrible wrestlers they're like, no, no, it's it's an instinct to, to put your hand up and, and have your fingers go through and then grab onto the fence and, the wrestler? and pull yourself back up. No, no, the guys that are shitty wrestlers. Like, yeah, they are wrestlers. Fisting. They're always oh, like, what? no, no, it's, it's like yeah. an instinct. It's, it, they're not trying to do it. Fuck I thought you said a wrestler. was like, a wrestler is used to grabbing the cage. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I, I don't think I've ever heard Cormier say that. And well, I hate Cormier. Well, also, like, you can say that for any sport, right? If you're going up to defend a pass, wouldn't your instinct be to push the guy away from catching the pass? You know, if you're trying to, if if you're yeah, you'll offer, learn. If you're an offensive lineman and the defense the, the the defensive lineman is beating you, wouldn't your instinct you. be to grab them and stop them? That doesn't mean they're allowed to do it. <laughs> like, uh, I don't I, get it. I, the one difference about cage grabs compared to those other fouls is like. The hilarious thing is they don't even do this, but I would say that there there's kind of a half measure you can do. You just put them in 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 side control from the bottom if they if they like for the first time they grab give the them the advantage, but they don't even do that. Yeah, like yeah. they they should at least Smack at the like the hands. very first time they do it, you they should literally put the slap person them on the wrist yeah. who fucking did it in in put on their back and the other person in side control. Let them finish, but they the don't game. even do that. Well, and that would actually be similar in a way to like a pass interference call in yeah. football, right? Yeah. You, like, if you if you cheat to stop a catch in football, it's a it's a spot foul, and you get the ball there. Same thing for fighting, right? If a guy is in the middle of a takedown and you cheat to stop that takedown, well, you're starting on the bottom yeah. Yeah. with a fully locked in rear naked choke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a. Uh, only, That's perfect. only fair there. Yep. <sighs> oh, we did have LR with some more comments. Yet Rogan did have COVID and he killed it with the uh, the was it horse medicine? Horse paste. The horse yeah. paste. 
Yeah. And now, you know, the only side effect is that he's shitting his pants in grocery stores now. I mean, I, but shitting blood is metal. So I I love the people that say I will not put stuff in my body that is not approved and is experimental. Are the same people that are like veterinary yeah, drugs. Yeah, this, this works. Drugs, they yeah. pass the meth as well. I I I'd like I'd like the meth. I mean, that's usually the combo you go with. Man, fucking uh, the world. The world yeah. right now. Anyway, let's move up. Uh, middleweight division, Ab- Abdul Razak Al-Hassan defeated Alessio De uh, Shakiro. Sheik, whatever Italian. Um, vicious head kick. I mean, if he was – I know, Brad, you were mad you didn't just autoplay the round one there. Yeah, um, it was dumb. But when he finally he got lands, that rage out. out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. it. We said if he's going to win, he's going to win in round one. And it was As a massive always. price. And didn't play it. We're stupid. Yep. 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 Uh, that was good. You finally got but the rage out from getting where where we're not yeah. stupid. Well, I think Brad is still stupid. Um, next fight, middleweight division. Gerald Meerkat defeated Mahmed Muradov by submission, second round. I did not bet this before the fight. We talked about it on the podcast last week, and we all talked about it. We thought it would be if we were going to play it, this would be a good prop to play. Yes. And I think it was like plus 800 or so when I looked and I was making my bets earlier in the week. So like 10 minutes before the card, I was just looking through the lines or whatever, and it got up to like plus 1,000. And I was like, yeah, like that's that's go time. So I put uh, I put a, I put a bet on that, and that completely made my night. It took me from a losing night to a winning night. And you can't even be surprised at this. Like if he doesn't get knocked out and a fight does hit the ground, like he's always going to have a shot to get a finish and mm-hmm. these Russians, man, they're, they're the just, sharpest. just a bunch no, of quitters. Like, they suck. Yeah. And he faded. I mean, he was, regardless if he doesn't get this, I mean, I was just happy that he got the sub or like when he did, because if that fight would have just kept playing on the feet, he was going to knock him out. Like Murdoch was done. Like he had yeah. nothing. Like he trained for like 14 to 15 seconds on his cardio, this camp. I uh, I was on Murdoff, but then I hedged with uh, the old sub plus nine fifty. So the one time hedging makes sense, and it worked out for me because that would have been very bad. Brad, I'm done. This is right up your alley too. Taking yeah. a ten, oh, yeah. So Both like when I, when I take like big props, because like, I kind of bet those props a good bit of like maybe it's a big underdog and he only has one path to win. Like those are the ones I kind of play a little bit. I do that with round props sometimes too. Uh, like you said, with Al-Hassan, because uh, you only have one path to win. And in reality, like, like Al-Hassan's only path to win was a quick knockout. Meerkat's only path to win was a, a submission. And they both – I mean, it turned out that Meerkat's only path to win wasn't a submission. He could have not beaten the shit out of him. He, he could have. Yeah, I mean, but when you're that gas, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if there's a live body in front of you, like, I mean, he Murdoff looked great in the first round. Like, he he did. And, you know, tip of the cat to Meerkat, like, he took a beating. That just shows you that Russian number seven has the greatest power in the history of the universe, you know, coming for that strap. The goat. Who's he fighting again next? Oh, the leech. Magni? Oh, the leech! The oh, leech. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, I wanted. Fun. I wanted a rest of time, but I know he's probably he'll, gonna take he'll get like a takedown or two in that fight, and then we're gonna see uh, what those COVID lungs can do. Mm, COVID's not real. That's, that's fair. Maybe Rogan can pass him some of the paste. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny part with the Rogan COVID thing, Rogan was supposed to be here this weekend uh, doing a stand-up show at our big arena with Chappelle, and they had to cancel it. Why didn't they just do it with Chappelle? I know. It's funny when people are like, oh, are you going to this? It's Rogan and Chappelle. And I was like, if Rogan wasn't going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bringing all it, the bros out. It's weird that they're like really good friends when you look at like their personalities and like what they believe in and everything else. Like they are just polar opposites of each other. Like it's kind of surprising. Yeah, but they're rich. They have that in common and they're comedians. They are rich comedians. Anyway, middleweight division, Andre Petrovsky defeated Michael Gilmore, knockout. It was a tale of a fight. Like, Petrosi came out like he does. He is a very good wrestler. Um, he has that Ryan Bader style of takedown where everything's just a blast through with his blast doubles, and he's he's really, really strong. And then he gassed horribly in the second round. And then the third round starts, and he had a full tank, and he just beat the piss out of him. And I love that finish. That was a – with the uh, the gift the wrap, gift like, wrap. That was yeah. a – and he has to work on some things, I think. Like, he has to work on some cardio, and he definitely has to tighten up his hands and his boxing a little bit. But this guy, like, if he puts a couple of things together, like, he is – he's a, he's got some room. But, I mean, this guy has the skill set to be extremely good if he tightens up a couple parts of his game. He's also already 30, so he can't be a prospect because he's, he's 30. He's a prospect. Can't be a pro. He's not Shane Carwin. He can't be yeah. a prospect after thirty. This isn't um, heavyweight. Uh, yeah, I think he benefited a lot from the other guy gassing from true, kind of beating him up in the second round. <laughs> skill set wise, baby. Though, he, yeah, he, he's he's got good skills. Yeah, I, I'm not saying this guy's going to be a champ, but I think he definitely has top top fifteen potential for sure. He belongs in the UFC. It's middleweight. Means nothing in 2021. He's a good wrestler. He's got good subs, good ground and pound, very good looking. I mean, that is. That's the number one. That's a good looking man right, right there. there. You can't deny that. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on here. Daniel Rodriguez defeated Kevin Lee in his decision. I don't know what you say. Kevin Lee gassed out and lost to um, a brawler. <laughs> like in Las with, with he wasn't even that takedown defense. Yeah, he wasn't even that gassed though. He was like he was, you talked about how like he was he was ga- like he was tired, but he wasn't gassed like we've seen him where it was just like okay, I'm gassed, quit. Yeah, um, like, he tried. He, he he tried, which is that's that's a good sign. Um, but he's like the exact opposite type of wrestler, like you just said with Petrosky. Where yeah. Petrovsky blasts through everything, Kevin Lee hits any sort of resistance on his takedowns, and yeah. it becomes like a monumental struggle to get yeah. the guy to the ground. Uh, and we, we were talking about cage grabs earlier. I wish we saw another angle of when uh, Rodriguez reversed him in the second round, yeah. because it looked like he reached up on the cage and immediately had like all the leverage in the world to uh, switch the position there. So I, I'm curious. I think there was a little bit of a cage grab happening there, but whatever. Yeah, and I think you ain't trying. When, yep. when you look at like Lee versus Petrosky and like the wrestling, right? When it, that's the level of wrestling. I, I don't think it's as much like he's Lee's not as hard. He's not at, like or any of that, or he's just not tough enough to toughen out a takedown. I think it's just Lee's wrestling is good for MMA, but 
the a wrestling of a D1 top level guy is just different skill set. When you're in the wrestling room, you're facing D1 guys all day, every day. You're basically feel like you're dead, and then you got to get a takedown. Like half the drills you do in wrestling are like you're you've been wrestling for an hour and a half. You're so tired you can't move, and like the final drill is like you get four guys lined up. It's like ten seconds left. Get the two. Get the two. Get the two. When you can barely stand up. And in wrestling, they teach you to push it to the limits and almost die. Like if I were to explain someone wrestling practice, I was like. Think about like if you haven't eaten and you're stranded on a desert for three days and then you have to go through the most two hour grueling thing you can think of where people are trying to hurt you. <laughs> like that's what it is. I wasn't even close to the level you were at, but the warm up in wrestling practice was designed to gas you out so that you're gassed for the rest of practice and learning how to wrestle like that. Like it's yep. it's a completely different mindset. It's it's brutal. I mean, like we used to warm up. It could be like sprints, ski jumps, like all like all the cardio type stuff. That was always just the very easiest part of the practice, right? And then we'd usually hit in like thirty minutes of cardio, and then we'd have like thirty minutes of like drills. Like maybe we're showing a couple moves. Like maybe it's a you know a top move, bottom move, a, a takedown. We're drilling for thirty minutes, and then we would just go live for like literally one hour straight, like just nonstop. We're going live for an hour straight. We would do these like groups of four and like you number off one, two, three, four. And it's like, all right, one versus two, one versus three, one versus four, like back to back in two minute matches, just like that. So you're facing a fresher guy and you're tired. And then they they try to do everything just to break you. Like that is what wrestling is. Like that's why wrestlers are psychotic and why they go into MMA, not just because of the skill set, but you got to be a little bit crazy to go into MMA and wrestling kind of breeds craziness. And yes, like any, like a D2 wrestler or whatever, like Kevin Lee, like that's still like top level wrestling. Right. But it's just a different than wrestling, like, you know, high level D1 and, you know, the big 10 ACC, big 12, stuff like that. It's just, it's different. You're facing killers all day, every day when you're exhausted. So you're used to taking, having struggles, taking down really good wrestlers when you have nothing left in the tank. Correct. Anyway, all right, let's move on. Um, Ricky Tercios defeated Brady Highstand. Uh, split decision. I thought Tercios won. This was a fun fight. It was the the Forrest Griffin Stefan Bonner for 2021. Didn't you hear? Oh, get I the saw fuck people out. saying that, Come and I was just on, like, people. they just want everything to be a thing. Yeah, real. nothing. Yeah, it's he's whatever. He's not going to be a champ, but he'll be fun. He's fun. Yeah, both of those guys are fun. Yep, I think, I mean, I they, think they'll get fight. They'll both get fights. They're the uh, the classic uh, type of fun where they've got terrible defense and they like to throw a lot of shit. Yep, I enjoyed the fight. That was good. Yeah. Um, and then the other tough finale, uh, Brian Battle defeated Gilbert Urbina, uh, choked him out. I didn't see this fight. Like I said, I had an early tea time. Oh, uh, but I watched the highlights. Looks like he got his ass whooped and then got a, got a submission second round. He doesn't. I, I watched a good. couple fights in the show. He doesn't seem like he's very good. He's not. How did he beat Petrosky? Did anyone see that fight? Uh, he Petrosky also got out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I feel like if they fought like full camp and Petrosky got a little cardio, like I don't think that's even competitive. I feel like if he fought this guy and he had a full camp, it wouldn't be competitive. Because this guy came in on, like, what, 10 days notice or something like that? Yeah, it was short notice. He, he was supposed to fight um, the other guy who was actually good, Gore. Gore. So, 
And then we don't have to talk about the main event because it was uh, obviously fixed. Uh, but yes. Edson Barbosa loses to Giga. And so do we have to take Giga seriously now? Or was this just he landed a shot? Because I heard he lost the first two rounds and then just landed something big. And I heard Giga was also slowing down in the third round. Now, I follow a lot of gamblers who probably bet on Edson. <laughs> Uh, Every but, single person was on it. <laughs> yeah, and, but I heard Giga was slowing down and then got the got the finish. And I don't know. I, I think it's you know you'd always know my gut when a rising prospect um, is going through guys. What what needs to happen? Yeah, that's wrestling. wrestling. That, that is what yeah. needs to happen. That's, but you're, you're partially it? right. Um, Giga won the first round for sure. And yep. you know that I hate to give the Birdman credit, but obviously, um, yeah, he, he won the first round. I thought Barbosa won the second round. Yep, Giga was definitely slowing down, and he's lucky that he's got like the the fast twitch um, because his hands are not good. They're they're yeah. sloppy as fuck. They're sloppy, uh, and. Like, the way he rocked Edson was out of some weird, like, he threw a, a bad knee that didn't do anything and then just threw a punch coming out of the, the clinch and uh, it was ugly and he ended up landing it. And, yeah, it was uh, it, it was a frustrating one to watch. But in terms of who, um, is Gregor busy? Jersey zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that used to always be my go-to. And if it was anywhere between 135 and 155, you'd just say Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Um, Why not? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think he would take the Gregor fight. Um, no. He, oh, no. That's, oh, Gregor's at 155. 155. Why are you putting no, no. me down the wrong path? What about path? Emmett? Emmett would be a good fight. No, Emmett's fucking worst. He's like he's like on the Redskins. <laughs> no, no. So I think there's fights that the Washington football team. I think I think there's fights that could happen. Um, I think realistically he's gonna fight like a Yad Rodriguez, or you know maybe Korean Zombie, maybe even Calvin Cater. I don't I don't know. I don't like any of those. There's no wrestler. Yeah, there's no, the there's none of those Bryce, wrestlers. <laughs> Bryce Mitchell. So th- that was that was where I was going. If you had to ask me to pick a guy in the t- their ranked guy in the top fifteen who I'd want to face Giga, I'm not even kidding. I think Bryce yes. Mitchell is the he ragdolls him. Just <laughs> yeah, that absolutely. would be that would be fun. I, like just Giga's ragdoll. not taking that fight, but the, there's a I mean there's a Josh Emmett's worst. I, I wouldn't mind the Arnold Allen fight, tell you the truth. But Allen wouldn't wrestle him probably. He, yeah, he's I mean dumb. he could. No, he'd get beaten up for two rounds and then like pull something out of his ass in round three. Yeah. Well, he's calling out Max Holloway, which I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I think Max is just going to wait for uh, yeah. the Ortega fight to be done. I think that's obvious. So then you're looking at Yair Rodriguez, which is he still in the UFC? No I one in this division know. fights. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Yair Rodriguez, Korean Zombie, Josh Emmett. Like Josh Emmett hasn't fought since like pre-pandemic. I mean, I think that anybody who is willing to get like a half step inside of Giga's kicking range is going to destroy him. So even like we've seen that Calvin Qatar is very limited and he'll probably eat a bunch of kicks on the way in. But once he gets inside that range, he would absolutely piece Giga up. 
Yeah. Uh, same thing with Holloway, except Holloway wouldn't eat all of those kicks on the way in. He, he probably, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's honestly, he's got a good shot to, to rise up and get in title contention with the way yeah. the featherweight division looks right now. Is, is yeah. Yara Rodriguez retired? Hold on. Yara, Rodriguez is fighting Max Holloway. Is that real? In November? Are you sure? Yes. That's what it says. That doesn't make any sense. I guess Max wants an easy fight. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. So you take those two out. So I guess I'm sure one of them or Yair is going to pull out of that fight. So. Oh yeah. I, I think I think you're looking. I. My gut says it's going to be Korean Zombie versus Giga, and that could go honestly either way. I, zombie might actually like if he grapples him. That's he tire him out. He, he's one of the the more likely guys to grapple him, especially if of, it's a five rounder. Where's Gray Maynard at? Is Gray Gray still fighting? Is he still in the UFC? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. you know what? If Mendez finishes off his uh, his bare knuckle uh, stuff and just jumps right over and just puts puts Giga through the canvas, that's an idea. Let's throw it out it's the not a terrible right, one. Watch it. I'd watch it. Let's now move on to this just sham of a card, but I will always find bets. This card could have been better. The Bear Jew was fo- supposed to be uh, supposed to be on this card, and he was going to legit retire Gustafson, and we were going to get just a a fabulous line on it. But Gustafson saw the line, saw the movement. Everything was like Craig opened it like plus one seventy five, and it went down to like even money before. Uh, Gus pulled out, but that sucks. And I haven't heard anything if like they even tried to find a fight for Bear Jew. No, I mean they they probably tried, but yeah, who would fight that good. man? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Jamal Hill again. <laughs> you want to break something else, dude? Jamal. Oh, oh if you're so confident, bet against me then. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll we'll do. Thanks, man. Um. So yeah, the cards uh not too great. I do like the main event. I think Brunson Till is fine for a free fight night main event. I'm yep. cool with that. But, man, this card is, I mean, Aspinall Spivox, the co-main, if that tells you anything about this so, card. Uh, that was topology, like but still. I mean, <laughs> on topology, they've got the, the list of all of, like, the canceled fights. The whole it's card. Long, it's so longer bad. than the list of the actual yeah. fights on the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this next, probably wasn't a, a terrible card. If all these or most of them stayed on, so who? So it was Berju, Gus dropped out, and then it was Volk, uh, Ozdemir versus Ankalev, which is a good fight. Yeah, Um, Perez and Schnell would have been. Oh, that fight's great. Yeah, yeah. This card actually was okay before. Yeah, and uh, Charles Jordan versus uh, Murphy. That would have been a good fight. Yep. I mean, Perez. Yeah, he's fighting Juicy J, baby. Oh. Yeah, Perez Snow is going to be a good fight. I like that, that one. Anyway, let's uh let's go ahead and, and jump in. And we got a smaller card, right? We got what ten fights? Ten fights. Yep. All right, Bandit well, Division. Hopefully eight. So hopefully by eight, eight by fucking fight time. Oh, we got eleven <laughs> fights. They must have added. Yeah. Well, it, also it says that there's an announced bout of Diakisi versus Alves. That's not real though. No, no that one. Uh, that was when Alves it was going to be in England, out. and yeah. then. It wasn't in England. 
I like how I also like that Alex Morano got the biggest win of his career and knocked out Cowboy, and he gets David Zawada. <laughs> the UFC is a cruel, cruel bastard. All right, yep. Bantamweight division: Jonathan Martinez, Marcelo Rojo, Nushan. Yeah, my, we talked about this for the last couple of weeks. There's just certain guys that shouldn't be the prices they are. Um, this one isn't anything too insane, like we saw with Sherman being like a minus 300 or whatever the fuck he was, minus 200. I bet I um, Rojo is, is fairly tough. I know he, he, he took quite the beating from Jourdain, but um, that was obviously kind of last note, late notice, up a weight class. Um, I think he's good enough to beat Martinez. That might just be more saying how bad I think Jonathan Martinez is. Uh, his, his wins, he's got four wins in the UFC and they might be the least impressive four wins out of anybody on the roster. <laughs> Frankie, I saw the signs. <laughs> yeah. And Almeida when he's obviously, of course, worst Almeida. Yeah. Max worst. So. Yeah. But he also, yeah, I'll, beat, I'll pick Rojo. He beat Lou. Ping Wan in Correct. Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I know. I, <laughs> he almost finished the Ouija back. board. So you might want to slow your roll here. Mm-hmm. He did lose to uh, old Soup Can. Yeah. And, and, and Andre Ewell. And he got knocked dead by Davey Grant. <laughs> so, I mean, do what you will I with it. made this. some money on that fight, though. That was good. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think we played Grant inside the distance on that one, too. Yeah. Enjoy. All right, Bradley. I I wish I could back you guys on this one, but, man, like, Rojo isn't good either. Um, I know he lost to a, a Canadian, Brad. He lost He's to an Canadian. okay Canadian, though. That was a he good lost- fight. He lost to John. Yeah, but the Canadian gets punched in the face a ton in every fight. Yeah, yeah he's Maybe. the defense is lacking. He is a fist magnet. Uh, he lost to John Castaneda. That guy's yeah. good. <laughs> um, and like he, he's lost a bunch of times recently on on Combache. So, I mean, not the the best level of com- competition there either. And I don't know. I this is probably going to be competitive. The line's pretty close. I I can't really bet anything here. Yeah, it's not as much about Rojo as it is about um, Martinez, and I'm just I'm just not a fan. Like it seems like he doesn't take anything seriously. He misses weight all the time. He kind of looks sloppy in fights. He gets hit a lot and. I think Rojo can withstand the damage he takes, and I think Martinez can weather when you're putting it on him. And I think the one thing that Rojo showed in his debut is he can put it on guys, he can push forward, he can attack, and he can take a shot. I mean, that was a great fight. I mean, he Rojo came out, is looked amazing in that fight, and even when he was tired and gassed with short notice, he was able to you know withstand a lot of the punishment throughout that fight. And I, I don't know. I was uh, I was impressed by that that performance on short notice. And I know Jordan's not the greatest fighter, but he's not bad, and he's definitely better than Jonathan Martinez. And I think in the right weight class, um, I like Rojo a little bit here. I, I the inside the, I haven't played anything yet, but the inside the distance is like plus three fifty, um, and he he finishes a lot of his wins. And I think that's uh, that's not too bad for that price. So probably going to look at playing that um, inside the distance. 
All right, he has uh, a win in uh, 2015 by illegal bite. Well, that Ooh. happens sometimes. Yeah, it it does in arena tour. Mm. Castaneda's in the UFC. You should show some respect, by the way. I know. He's on a one-fight winning streak. Against so. Eddie Wineland. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Wineland's pretty good. He's Former WEC champion, Eddie Wineland. When's he coming back? Maybe Giga can fight uh, fight Wineland. Ooh, Faber. Move up and fight. Ooh, Faber. Yeah, Faber can move up and fight Giga. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. Um, Long Ambulance versus Marc-Andre Beriut. New show? Yeah, it's, it's close enough. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, something like that. Uh, if, if I were to tell you that the Lung Ambulance has as many KO wins as Decision wins with that body, would you fucking believe it? Surprising. Yeah, it's very surprising. Um, he's not good. Barrio is not good either. Um, Barrio does have does throw a decent amount of volume, which the Lung Ambulance does not. Um if Barrio can stay on his feet, then he, he can probably throw a bunch of shitty strikes to a decision win. If he gets wrestled, the lung ambulance can win the decision. I'll uh I will pick not the Canadian. Um Brad, you're or Nushan, so Lung Ambulance's last fight in the fake South African fight league, right? The fight before the UFC, it was yep. the heavyweight division and he went twenty five minutes. <laughs> and won a split right. decision and at won heavyweight. A split. At heavyweight, 25 minutes, long ambulance at heavyweight. He was just That's trying to get some, some ring time in, you know? And then that guy got knocked out in the first round, the next fight. Winning because yeah, he was just trying to get ring Winning time. a heavyweight division up two weight classes by split decisions what got in South Africa is what got him into the UFC. <laughs> Everyone wants to fight. They couldn't resist <laughs> him. Uh, all right, Brad. Well, I completely recognize that he is not good. Uh, Berrio, uh, he got taken down like a million times by Jung Yong Park. That's That means you're probably going to get taken down by a guy that's way stronger and a pretty decent wrestler in, in young it, Lung Ambulance. So I, I am also going to be on... Not the Canadian here, but uh, I kind of like the over more in this fight. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to play this fight. Um, I, Barry is terrible. He's really bad. All he has is volume. Like, that's legit. He's just going to throw volume. For a big guy, the, the lack of power is almost astonishing. <laughs> like, he has, he has nothing behind his punches, and he doesn't guess out because of it. Maybe, I don't know, but... I feel like if I look at pure skill set, I think going ambulance, yes, is better. But I could also see Barrio just putting it on him throughout the first, second round, just really gassing him out. And then in the third round, long ambulance being being basically dead. So I'm not going to bet this fight, but the pick is going to be the Canadian. Look at that. You two Canadians not supporting your fellow man. Uh, and me, you know, going over to the other side and getting universal health care. All right. Uh, by the way, division. Julian Arosa, old Juicy J versus another Canadian, Charles Air Jordan. Michael Jordan. The hyped Canadian. Mm. Yeah. How's that worked out? Good. Mm. He beat Rojo. Hey. Good. That was, that was a good win. Knockout. 
Um, I'm a guy that's that's won some money fading Juicy J and has lost some money uh, fading Juicy J. Uh, unfortunately, I, I for some reason didn't do it last time he was he was out there, and and I think Choi's actually a, a decent fighter, so I don't know what the fuck uh, I was doing there. Um, he's bad. He's hittable. Uh, Jordan, he likes to get hit, um, but I still think his offense will be uh, enough to to put away Juicy J. Uh, most people do. Most people with power do. Uh, I'm taking a look at Jordan inside the distance. Uh, it's like plus 115. I think that's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, Juicy J loves getting knocked unconscious. Fred? He, he does. Um, and Jordan also loves not to get knocked unconscious, but he loves to get rocked in like mm. all of his fights. Um, Even and- the land of where- the Landwehr fight, he won in 50 seconds. He still almost got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm, I I kind of want to go with the under in this one just because I, I really can't trust or back a Canadian at this point in MMA. Um, and under two and a half is minus 150, which is not bad. Uh, so I, I think I might go in, in that direction on this fight. Yeah, I... Uh... I will fade Juicy J at any line in any fight. I'm just I'm just gonna do it. Um, yeah, it's gotten me it's gotten me in trouble uh, recently. I actually didn't bet against Juicy J in the Sean Woodson fight because I am just a Sean Woodson hater because of his body. It grosses <laughs> me out. I'm not gonna root for something that that. I actually bet on Juicy J in that one. Look yeah. at you. Yeah, but I, I think I bet against Juicy J in all of those losses when he got cut. Um, in that in that last run, because he's just he's terrible. Um, and then yeah, he beat Nate Landewehr and Sean Woodson. Like, okay, Jordan, yes, he has not lived up to the Canadian hype train, which shocking that that always happens. <laughs> uh, but I think he's shown some skills. I think he has some issues figuring out how to win some fights um, and gets himself in some weird spots where he shouldn't. But Juicy J sucks, and he is going to give you the finish. He is going to just hand you the finish. He's going to come out like a – he's going to come out like a fucking wild man like he always does. He's going to get dropped. He's going to shoot a desperation takedown. And if he gets it, yeah, maybe he can get a finish. Maybe he lands something. I don't know. But I think more times than not, Jordan can survive that, keep the fight in the feet, and just kind of batter uh, Arosa here. And I think he gets – I don't know I don't know if he'll get the second round. I would say first or second round. I don't hate that under uh, either, Brad. I don't think that's a, that's a bad play. When Juicy J wins, it's – it's almost always by finish as well. So maybe the under two and a half is a better parlay piece than um, Charles Jordan, but I just don't see Jordan losing this fight. I mean, Juicy J is a, a big bag of shit. That's not good. Just a dumpster fire, that guy. All right. Anyway, bag of shit. he's just a, he's not like Sean Woodson who like literally like, it's hard for me to watch him fight because I'm so grossed out. Can you uh, look at him? I can't. It makes me fucking ill. I can't do it. I just not, I'm not going to put myself through that. Anyway, Bantamweight Division, Jack Shore, Ludwig Slonian? Shalonian? Shal- no, Ludwig von Symphonian. Beethoven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. Nushan, how is he going to die? Uh, he's probably going to get choked out. Um, yeah, this is uh, 
Everybody wants to fight. I, I know there was like two two cancellations uh, on Jack Shore. Uh, of course, the the Nurmagomedov had to he had to run away because he was he was scared of the wrestling. Um, and then some other dude that pulled out. So now we get a guy coming off a split decision split decision win almost two years ago in some random ass uh, promotion. Everyone and he's fighting fight. Jack Shore. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to fight. Banging at the door. Let me on Fight Island. I went back. I know there's no fights there, but I want in. I'm going to wait just on Fight Island. Stay there. Stay ready. Stay there for when the UFC comes there, whenever. There's just ready. guys running around the beach on Fight Island just staying ready. Like guys with like one in seven records. <laughs> it's getting close. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting bad. Uh, Jack Shore should should dominate here. Uh, I think he, he gets a finish, likely a sub. Uh, him inside the distance at plus money is is a good bet. Well, last night they this they Dana White finally takes a guy who lost, <laughs> right? And there's been guys before who lost where I thought like the UFC is stupid if they don't take this guy. Like this dude is a badass and he lost to a bigger badass. This was not the case. There was two really bad guys who fought a not so entertaining or highly skilled fight. And the one guy basically stopped trying in the third round because he thought he had two in the can. And Dana White gave him a contract. They all want to fight. There's banging on the door. Everyone's running around Fight Island, taking flights. Paul Felder was so convinced that that guy was two rounds up in the fight. Yeah. So convinced. Like that, that was a big misstep. On it. He, uh, Felder's pretty good, but that was a bad one. That was the only thing he wanted to talk about in that fight. Um, yeah, this, uh, this Ludwig guy, uh, I, I, I want to be a fan of him. He's Ukrainian, uh, but he's very ugly. Ooh, I don't like ugly people. Nope. He Can't hasn't fought in a long time, which I know means less than anything now. Uh, but of his, what does he have? Nine wins. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, possibly more because there's two where the guys don't have records. Five of them have come against guys that have zero and zero records. That's not bad. Yeah. So, you know, he's fighting real quality opposition. So he is absolutely going to get trucked by Jack Shore in this fight. Shore is going to wrestle the shit out of him. uh, That Welsh wrestling baby. And beat him up a little bit on the ground and wear him down and probably eventually sub him. This isn't even one of those spots where you can take Jack Shore round three, uh, which is normally my go-to bet in his fight to, to get a decent number because I think he might get it done way before that in this one. But uh, definitely Jack Shore to get a finish in this spot. Yeah, uh, full agreement there. I like Jack Shore. This one's kind of confusing. When I was looking at the lines um, earlier today, so Jack Shore's about a minus, I think he's like minus 500 now. And he's a finisher. Like Jack Shore, usually grabbing a neck, he's usually getting a finish. The inside the distance play is plus 110. And for a guy who is a gigantic favorite versus some random fucking Ukrainian guy, um, and Shore gets finishes and you're getting plus money on it. I was kind of surprised about that. And the sub was like plus 190, which was extremely tempting because I think that's the most likely outcome in this fight. I would say it's, a very likely outcome, but at plus 110 and inside the distance, I, I don't think it's worth going straight sub there with 
with 70 cents difference. And Jack Shore could, he's going to play with his food here once they're on the ground. Like if he feels like he could ground and pound him out as well. So I didn't want to go the sub route, but at, at plus 110, Jack Shore getting the finish here, I think that's a, that's a must bet. And this is going to be Munich. Yep. Jason Brown wants to know where Wes is. Wes he had passed. a baby. He passed. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So he passed. Yeah. He, he passed. <laughs> he's done. He lives in Kentucky. It's probably something COVID related. <laughs> he's he's on the pace. He told yeah. us he'll be back next week. Um, when I had kids, uh, especially my second child, I think I took three years off the podcast <laughs> until I stopped doing. Because really. You need your kids to be at least like three, three and a half to like really function. <laughs> so, but Wes said he'll be back uh, next week. So, but no if, if he's not back next week, uh, I, I think we've already got uh, a guest lined up. So, yeah, we do have a guest lined up, but it won't be next there, week. There is no card next week. There's no week. card. Whatever. I don't keep, I just assume there's a shitty card every yeah. week. So, and, don't worry. It's, Remember when there was just like fights every weekend, and now we've actually got a couple breaks recently. And the fight cards are and, even worse. And then the next card, they don't even give you a good card after a break. It's fucking brutal. It's almost worse. I mean, Smith versus Span is the motherfucking <laughs> headliner. <laughs> it's uh, it is not good. I'm, I'm looking through like the whole card, like I'm trying to figure out what the co-main could be, and I just got. I, what's the co-main on that card? Do you think what's that going to be? Jim Jimmy Miller fucking versus Miller. Nicholas Mata. It will be, won't it? It's going to be Jersey's own. Why is uh, Jim Miller fighting on this card instead of just waiting for MSG? Why is he fighting something called Nicholas Mata? I don't know. I don't know what that is. But Jim, they found a guy that Jim Miller is favored against in 2021. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they had to dig deep on that one. So that is impressive. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going. Oh, let me, I got to go back to the card because I was looking at these wonderful cards that we got coming up. Um. All right. So, women's flyweight division: Molly McCann versus Ji Yoon Kim. Anything? I mean, goes the- to the decision is is minus three, three hundred five, minus three twenty, ah, three sixty. If honestly, it's probably worth it to parlay that small. Uh, if you need to find something, um. I don't foresee an armbar from guard. The ladies do somehow bring it sometimes, but uh, it. I don't. I don't think that's going to okay. happen in this fight. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a very bad, boring, long fight. And... Brad, they don't sometimes bring it. Oh, something. I don't know. I don't know why Sean has to be such a misogynist. I mean, the ladies always bring it. They're, they're, it's always broughten. Yeah, <laughs> never broughten it, it for fifteen minutes. That's for sure. All right. Yeah. The ladies um, always bring it. I mean, I heard Invicta's doing pay per view. Yeah, how'd that go? Oh, are millions. is that a real thing? I thought. Yeah. Yes, that is. <laughs> how many buys? Millions did it have? of buys. Um, probably less than it got on Fight Pass. Like got, less less new subscribers. Than well, it got on, on, on Fight, Fight Pass, Pass, it probably got about seventeen views. So the pay per view. Who's that one MMA reporter who only watches women's fights? Like oh, the pervy soul. one? Well, I mean, I would assume he's pervy, <laughs> but I can't. There, there's I this know. one guy. He always talks about. Um, 
know what I'm talking about? I I do not, but I uh, I, I, I am picking Molly McCann. The meatballs. Which which oh. makes me feel awful. Oh uh, lord, because she's terrible. But this this little Korean chick, uh, she's gotten out wrestled by some real bad fighters. Why so not one she, more? She's gonna get out wrestled by a real bad British fighter now. Yep. Scary. You find your buddy yet, Lance? No, I gave up. That's, That's good. Good call. I give up. Moving on a lot. Yeah. Main right. card now. Yep. Yeah. Lightweight division. Patty. Oh, Patty Pimblett versus uh, Luigi Carlos Valderrama. I don't know who this is. He's fought in the UFC three times. I have no recollection. He's one of those guys. I've One of the guys that I've seen fight three times, and I have no recollection. But I know for a fact I've seen him fight three times. New Sean? Yeah, he's he's not good. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think Patty Pimblett is that good either. I think... Uh, there is some very bad stylistic matchups for him. I don't know if this is the one. I think the UFC is kind of throwing him a softy on this one. So, uh, I think he probably wins, but I don't want to have money on it. Red? I can confirm that Patty Pimblett is not good. But, I, I don't think this is the spot. Uh, I, not he, at that number. It's not that high. I know. That's what I'm saying. I want more for to, to put money on Vendramini. I need a little more than than what yeah. they're showing there. You almost got a bit like, of Patty soon. I, honestly, uh, I'm I'm considering it, but Vendramini's one of those guys that when he gets finishes, it's all round one finishes. Um, so if he wins, that's probably how he wins. But Patty's kind of tough to finish um so and i think when he has been finished in the past and just trying to go off memory here but i i think it's been like decision or uh, decisions and he got finished once uh by one of your favorites lance cameron or else or else is he still fighting yeah he he found out the or else um so I don't know. I, I don't think Vendramini's going to get Patty out of there super early, so I guess his grappling is going to take over, but he stinks. He didn't change his nickname yet? It's Cameron Camchita else? Like, that's what he went with? Camchita? Yeah, British people, man. They better have cut him after that fight. <laughs> that's just... That's stupid. Camchita sounds like a a failed competitor to Cam Soda. So did he get cut? How do we know this? I don't know. I'm going to write the UFC a letter. <laughs> Handwritten, I, I hope. I of assume. course. That's the most meaningful. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, I uh, I like I like Patty enough here. Um, I, not because of anything real, um, but I just don't – this guy has a lot of hype behind him. I think the UFC – Likes him a lot. I think they're going to want to use him for a UK show when that opens back up. I think he is pretty popular. And I don't think they were going to give him a fight that he's going to lose. Simple as that. I thought minus 135 versus a dude who's 1-2 in the UFC. I think that's a, a good spot for him. He's not very good. But he's exciting, and he has some skills. Um, so, yeah, he probably wins this one. But I'm not, laying, I'm not laying juice on this. If it does go lower, if we get into 
you know, close to the old pick em range, then I, I think Patty actually might be a, might be a play. Um, all right. Well, have it away, isn't Modest Bukaki party yeah. versus Khalil Roundtree. You Sean? Very mediocre. Um, Khalil Roundtree. I had him by TKO at an absolute bullshit number. Uh, at one of, at the sketchy Russian book <laughs> in his last fight. And watching him lose to fucking Prakniow was one of the most infuriating things I've ever seen. Because Prakniow is fucking horrible. And Roundtree couldn't hit him. And he is very, very hittable and very chinny. Fuck that guy. Uh... I, I was on uh, Michael Little Candy last time. I I stole that one. Uh, yeah. I think the modest, mediocre Bukaki won that fight. But uh, I'm due. I, I I get fucked enough, so I I, I deserved one there. Um, I'll I'll take the Bukaki. Fred, remember that time we bet on Prachnio, Lance? Mm. I, I think we had it as a one of the the four ever losses uh, oh. in, in Munich history. Was, who, is he, who is he fighting? I don't know, one of the many people that he's lost to. But we were like, no, no, this one. This um, is the time? Was this, it? This is the time. Was it against Angela? Sam Alvey? It was against Alvey. it was against Alvey. Yeah. Alvey. yeah. yeah. Um, Practice yeah, so. sucks. Uh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't bet Roundtree. But he's won two fights in a row now, so maybe Practice is really coming into his own. <laughs> He was getting hit a bit by Ike Villanueva. Ike Villanueva, um, he's he's a very talented in shape fighter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I like the modest Bukaki here. Um, you know, I, I like the modest Bukaki in general. It's a you know a favored pastime, if you will. Um, but no, there's there's no but. Just just. Bukaki all over Roundtree because he actually throws punches and Roundtree doesn't and Roundtree retires all the time and hates fighting and yeah I'll uh, I'll, I'll take Bukaki I, I think over here is is pro- like the over one and a half is minus one forty and these guys aren't fat but we're we're gonna get some fatties in this one yeah I. I kind of like Roundtree in this one. I have no reasoning behind it. None. I think it's because you always remember the Roundtree when he 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 shows the some good. Eric Anders. The what? When he beat the shit out of Eric Anders. Yeah, and, and still think, couldn't get a finish. And and I, I had him fucking TKO in that one too, or like inside the distance. Style, he just couldn't. I think it was like his style in that fight and how good he looked, regardless of whatever opponent. Like he just looked. Like fucking good, right? And then he knocked out Gokensaki, and which means nothing, whatever. But I think I just get those moments. But he's not good at all. I don't think the modest Bukaki party is very good either. Um, if Roundtree throws, he wins. But does he? It's like Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I might end up playing Roundtree. I'm going to pick him in this. I just I haven't bet yet, so I'm kind of undecided. But I might be picking and betting uh, Clear Roundtree. But we'll see. I don't know. This card sucks. All right. Well, the way division. Hilarious. Alex Morono gets a big win over Cowboy and his reward. David Zawada on the worst card of the year. New Sean? 
the hilarious thing about that is you think, what the fuck is the UFC doing matching uh, Morono up with Zawada? Turns out uh, Zawada, Zawada's uh, original opponent dropped out, and Morono chose to fight Zawada coming off of that uh, cowboy win. Like, either... I mean, he, he is from Texas, so there's just there's no cure for sharp. stupid. No, just except sharp. Hey, you can use that. Absolute, tape. very, <laughs> very intelligent business decisions going on uh, with the, what is he, the great white? Yes, the, he is. He's very interesting. pale, yes. Very yeah, pale. he should beat Zawada. Zawada is, is he's not very good. Uh, I'm surprised at the number. Just like, man, I guess everybody knows how fucking washed uh, Cerrone is. Because Morono beats Cerrone, and he's only a minus 140, 150 favorite to David Zawada. <laughs> that is not a good look for, for Cowboy. Um I'll take Morono. I, I think he he throws enough volume. He he might even be able to to throw in some some wrestling if he if he really wants to. Uh, I I don't know how good Zawada's takes down defenses and and Morono isn't a good wrestler, but he still can out wrestle very shitty fighters. So I guess we'll see if if that is still the case. Uh, probably no bet. Um, We'll de- we'll see how degenerate I get on Saturday with the the slim pickings, Brad. I think Morono he's supposed to be a black belt and he's supposed to be a pretty decent grappler, um, but I wouldn't recommend that he throws in takedowns uh, against Zawada because Zawada he's one of those like sneaky, uh, you know, the sneaky Germans, those sneaky Germans. They'll um, get you every time. <laughs> we know. We know. Uh, <laughs> but they actually have good grappling games. There, there's a couple good gyms over there. And uh, like him and uh, a couple of the other guys, Peter Sabata and guys like that that have been in the UFC before have actually got some some sneaky submission wins. So I don't think that it's a good idea for Morono to grapple here. And... Honestly, I think this is pretty competitive on the feet. So what is not bad? Uh, I thought he could have beat that shitty, boring Russian in his last fight. Um, so I think that's where a, a little bit of the, the line respect is coming from here. And, and honestly, I'm probably leaning a little bit more towards his side. I mean, Morono did just get outgrappled by shitty, worst, lightweight... Anthony Pettis in a couple fights ago uh, and out wrestled and out grappled in that fight. So to, to see an actual welterweight be able to do it uh, wouldn't be shocking to me. Yeah. I, I laying juice on Alex Morono is just not something that, uh, <laughs> that I'm going to do. Uh, so this is going to be a pass, but I think he, I think he wins more times than not, but I, I don't know if this is an easy fight uh, per se, which I think, makes his reason to take this even dumber. It's like, not that he's going to be this big thing, but it's like, I feel like he got played off the Cowboy fight for at least a big-name guy that gives him a chance. Like, this fight does nothing for him except earns his 10 and 10. Um, so that's, 
That's good, I guess. But yeah, I'll, I'll take. Hey, don't forget the three grand in Reebok money, okay? The Reebok money's big. That's that's life changing. Um, Wikipedia still lists Alex Perez versus Snell. That's why it's it says eleven, but it's actually ten. Mm. So we only that's got two fights fight. left. That's it, huh? Ah. Yeah. All right. Um, we got the co-main event. Um, short notice Spivak is now co-main event material. Uh, Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Spivak. You Sean? It's hard to know how good Aspinall actually is. Um, he he's obviously beat the shitty heavyweights that that you should beat, and and in good fashion as well. Um, he seemed a bit confused when he fought Andre Arlovsky. Um, I, I mean, I guess Arlovsky's done that to some some everyone younger fighters everyone before. He does that too. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's not, not the worst thing. Um, and then Aspinall just, I don't know, decided to, to do something. And I don't know if he just caught Arlovsky just completely by surprise what he did. Probably. Uh, but it, regardless, it was a good finish uh, against the guy in Arlovsky who has historically had really good sub-defense. Um, Spivak, he's just one of those guys that he's just like around in 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 the heavyweight division he beats guys that he probably should um that that Walt Harris loss I guess is is the the bad mark on on his record in hindsight but I mean Walt's just one of those guys that can do dumb things in in short amounts of time one way or another um so I guess it's not that horrible Spivak's pretty good man I mean this is a this is a fairly wide line um it 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 is heavyweights I'm thinking about sprinkling on the dog here uh, I, I think Aspinall obviously has the bigger name he has the bigger following Spivak is just some fucking dude from Moldova but he's uh, he's actually got some skills so uh, I think this is a good test for Aspinall uh, I'm just not sure if he's going to pass it Brad Sean come over to the dark side the come Spivak the side? Dark side yep your big Spivak. If anything, it's the pale side, not the dark side. <laughs> I mean, both these guys are pale. So, uh, but Aspinall is ten and two. He's got nine first round finishes. His first finish or his first win outside of the first round was in his last fight against Arlovsky, where it looked like he was gassing. And then he managed to take down a decrepit Andre Arlovsky in the second round and, and get a choke. And his two losses, both fights that got out of the first round. So Spivak, I know he got stopped by Walt Harris in the first round, but Walt Harris is, as they say in MMA parlance, explosive and athletic. Very, very explosive. Um, so, you know, you can't really hold that against him. So I think that Spivak's actually got some decent durability to him. And unlike most heavyweights, he can actually grapple a little bit. So if Aspinall can't get him out of there immediately, I think this is going to be trouble for Aspinall. I think that Spivak will win rounds two and three or win rounds two and three up until he's able to find a submission. Uh, or like TKO finish on the ground, but uh, I, I do like some Sergey Spivak in this one. 
I also like some fatties, even money plus money fatties. Don't see those so often anymore. And, and I think both of those have uh, have serious potential in this one. So Spivak and, and over one and a half. Yep. Nope. Don't like that stuff. Um, <laughs> Spivak sucks, man. Like, he's terrible. Like, if he's not able to just, like, push you and pale all over you, it's it's tough for him. And I think... I think Aspinall is going to be the guy who decides where this fight's going to go. Um, I think if it's on the feet, I think he's got the better hands. I think he's got more power. I think if he wants to take it down, I think Aspinall can get this fight to the ground. I think he can keep it standing if he wants, which I think is probably going to be most of the game plan. Speedbox is so unathletic. He's just, like, outrageously unathletic. Like, it looks like bowling would take too much athleticism for him to to be good at it is kind of the athleticism I see out of Speedback. And – I don't know. I, I know Aspinall has, has shown some issues, like first round of the Arlovsky fight, but like this is heavyweight, man. Like he is a prospect in heavyweight. Like he he is, sadly enough, right? Like he is a so prospect. Is they both are. <laughs> Spivak's twenty six. He's two years younger. Spivak has two losses in the UFC already, and he beat Jared Vandera, Carlos Felipe, and literally a dude who's forty eight. So I don't know if he's there yet. And he doesn't look impressive when he beats these losers. Like, he he won, like, a, what, a split versus Felipe? <laughs> that guy's a big bag of shouldn't shit. Have, shouldn't have been a split. That guy's can, a giant can just, can bag of shit. Can we pause for a second and go through how bad the UFC is in 2021 that there have been one, two, three, four fights involving British fighters and we've made a case for the British fighter being the better grappler yep. in all four of those fights so far. Yep. That's hard. What to the think. fuck are we doing these days? That is Aspinall's a way better grappler. <laughs> I don't know, man. Aspinall just seems like he's, he's got it. And I, well, I know you're taking the over fat is whatever, but like when I look at heavyweight fights, like finishing ability is very important. It, when you look at the heavyweight division, more than any other other division, and Aspinall can finish a guy. He can put him out early. He can put him out quick in, in multiple ways. Steve, I can't. That's just not his game. Um, he likes to kind of do some humpy hump, some lay, Tabura style, which I think he lost to Tabura too. Yep. Uh, good <laughs> so, loss. Good loss. Good competitive loss. Yeah. I, I like good, Aspinall man. here. Man, Aspinall, I don't know. Like, I just, regardless of who's fine or anything else, like, I just look at Aspinall, and, and I don't know. He feels like. He feels like he's got it, and he's he's very underrated on the ground. Like he is he is good in the ground, and he can kind of do things in multiple ways. And I think he dictates where it goes. And I think he's better kind of everywhere. So I like Aspinall a good bit here. So I will have him in a parlay. Who am I parlay? I think I put him with maybe uh, Air Jordan. Hmm. Winner, middleweight division. Derek Brunson, Darren Till, weird. New Sean. You think it's weird? Why do you think it's weird? Um, I do think it's weird. Uh, Brunson's on a bit of a losing or a bit of a, a winning streak here, and Darren Till has lost three of his last four, and he's facing a wrestler when Darren Till has the least amount of wrestling skill I've ever seen in my life. That's I, why I had to I had to jump in with that grappling point before we got to this fight. Cause... Yeah, he's, it is weird. Like Brunson's on times. Brunson is on a, a a pretty good streak right now. Brunson's won four in a row against pretty decent competition like nothing like no complete cupcakes and Darren Till does nothing but lose um he's very 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 good at losing he's really 
done good at losing. He's moved up to 185 where he's too small. He couldn't wrestle at 170, and now he's facing a bigger, stronger wrestler and a winning. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. It's weird to me. He's also been out a while. He had some weird shit going on. I think he's also has some kind of like mental disability. So I don't know. <laughs> that I, think I that's mean, just that, the that's, way he talks. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's wasn't he living in Brazil by, and he's British and. He's a weird dude. I remember a couple years ago, he was like, I don't give a fuck about my kids. I'm just here to fight. Yeah. Fuck my kids. Yeah. It's like, okay. I feel the same <laughs> way about my kids. That's why yeah. I don't have any. My, uh, my, my, I, one of my, my peer, like one of my coworkers that I work with, you know, all day, every day, with a guy like I'm closest with, he lives in Liverpool. And he says he'll just see Darren Till just wandering the streets, just going and getting, like, just a regular, just wandering, just wandering around. <laughs> With those bright ass teeth, you can fucking yeah, see him from miles away. Yeah. Liverpool is kind of like a hotbed for MMA, isn't it? There's a lot of guys from there. Sure. Yeah, like Darren Till. <laughs> There's all kinds of guys from Liverpool in the UFC. Name one. Good guys? I'll look it up. Yeah, you do that. Um, yeah, Darren Till, I mean, I, I, I've wasted so much money on Kevin Gastelum, including in the Till fight. That win does not look that great in 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 hindsight. Um, Darren Till really hasn't... I mean, he's only fought two times at middleweight, and he fought a blown-up welterweight. Um, Brunson's going to wrestle his ass off. I hope he doesn't get memed. Darren mm-hmm. Till does have uh, the left hand. That's that's all he has, as as we've known for years upon years, right, Brad? Um, I, I I think Brunson can out wrestle and he can smash this dude on the ground. Um, Woodley did it. Brunson's a much bigger dude than fucking Woodley. Um, I I guess people are putting uh, him stuffing Whitaker's takedowns, uh, a bunch of them anyway. In that fight, I guess they think that he's just a miraculous uh, takedown defense artist now, or something like that. Um, Brunson's Brunson's going to get him down. Uh, I like Brunson a lot. Uh, I'm probably going to have too much money on him, and and I'm going to get tilled again or something. I'm still looking for a list, but Aspinall's from Liverpool. I got that far. Well, yeah, he's uh-huh. he's the next heavyweight goat. So. When I there, looked there's up at the least gym like that, uh, there's at least that, like ten or twelve. UFC fighters from Liverpool. Patty Pimblett's from Liverpool. There's wow. another one. This card. You're doing a really bad job, Lance. This um, card has a, three. I mean, that's that's like a million. There's a lot. This, Molly McCann. Four Liverpool fighters on this card. This is one card. You're not oh, helping your case here. You're Lance. not helping yourself whatsoever. There is a lot of UFC fighters so from this, Liverpool. This card was supposed to be in Liverpool. That's the whole. That's getting, why. <laughs> Okay. There, there's, there's a lot of fighters. Isn't Bisbing from Liverpool? No, he's Manchester. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I'm gonna find a list and I will get it over to you because there's, right. there's a good bit. I, I looked up the, uh, the gym that, uh, that Till is associated with, Team Cowbon, mm. and uh, Terry Edom was the second name on the list. So haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, Terry oh, Edom. Right. I, I, I remember I, him from doing the nesty plunge against yeah. Edson Barbosa. Let's see. All right, Team Cowbon. Is that what you said? Yeah. K K A O B O N. 
Um, anyways, as far as this fight goes, Lance said that Till might have uh, a mental disability. I'm, yeah. I think it's inspirational that Till has a physical disability and you know he ended up fighting for a UFC title. I mean, the, the guy only has one half of his body that's functional, <laughs> and he made it all the way to Idaho. That's that's amazing. I mean, it speaks horribly to MMA and what a terrible sport this is. It but is the worst good sport. for him. In, inspirational yep. story, really. Very inspirational. Um, the bad thing about that is it's very difficult to wrestle when only one half of your body works. <laughs> um, so... I think that uh, Derek Brunson wrestling him is not going to go well. And the fact that I can get plus money on Derek Brunson and like actual plus money, plus 150 right now at, at times, um, and pretty much this, the same across the board, I am all over that. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Derek Brunson here. I don't even know if he's going to get a, a finish there, there's always a scary moment or two in a Derek Brunson fight. 50 moments, 50 moments, <laughs> the whole fight, I'm, 25 minutes of moments. Every moment every when moment. he's not on top of the guy, even when he is on like, top of the guy, he's gas. It's scary. It's Darren Till. So <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. But yeah, th- there's going to be some scary moments, but Brunson's going to get takedowns. He's going to win this fight. And like he's facing a less dangerous guy than he did in Kevin Holland, and he's he's gonna win. That's what's gonna happen. Fair. Uh, our buddy George Johnson said we should watch a video of Till arguing with a cop for not wearing a mask. Is that the right mm-hmm. angle? So ter- Till got mad at the cop for not wearing a mask. I, I doubt. That. I feel like the cop. Based probably. on MMA, you yeah, there's know no it's way the Darren Hill is wearing a mask. He doesn't no. even know how to spell the word mask. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I like Brunson. I've been riding this hot streak, man. Yeah, with my man Brunson. Um, he's a good dominant wrestler, and that's what he's gonna do here. I think. That, I don't know why Till would take this matchup. He's on a bit of a losing streak. Um, he's he's too small for middleweight anyway. Hasn't won in a while. I, I don't get why he would take this fight. This is a dangerous fight for Darren Till, where if he wins, he's not really gaining much. Uh, and if he loses, he's lost four of his last five. So I'm kind of surprised by this. I, I think Brunson can win this fight. Now, I will say, if this does keep going and Brunson doesn't get a ground-and-pound finish and we're in the fourth or fifth round, it's going to be a bit dicey. It's going to be scary because – I don't think I think Till is going to be fresh enough, regardless of what happens in the first three rounds or so, where he is going to be dangerous enough for Sagast Brunson to be able to put him out. So this is going to be a scary situation. I think we can all admit that um, it is going to be a bit scary with Till starting on the feet in the fourth round and Brunson so tired he might literally just fall down <laughs> and just take a quick nap. But plus one fifty, man, we're getting the better wrestler, the stronger, the bigger fighter, guy in a winning streak. Uh, versus a guy who hasn't hasn't been fighting very much and hasn't a lot of success lately. So I like Derek Brunson here, plus 150. I don't know how you don't at least take a stab on this. So that will be the consensus bet of the week is on Derek Brunson, which I believe it's at plus 150 or so. Uh, so that will be the consensus bet of the week. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening this week. Hopefully everyone enjoys the fights, gets some winners. Um, I assume we will not have a show next week. Um, we, don't, we don't really do those. 
we don't really do yeah. those in between shows. We used to like care more. Um, well, into... when there was good fight cards, they were good to recap. Well, we used to do like trivia and like fun, weird shows. We don't do that anymore. I think that's also when people like paid us a bunch for sponsors and stuff. So like mm. we cared more. It was like, well, we should probably do the show. But then we yeah. were like, do we really? It's not worth to do all that. So it's just easier to just fuck around. Um, but anyway, so we'll be back the week after next. Enjoy the fights. Always thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks.